can I, I didn't actually see you walk in the door because I was playing Formula One, but like, have you got a walking stick or is everything okay after the weekend? I'm great. No, the, the, the Masters was unreal. It was fantastic. Just be honest was, with I'll, me. I'll, I'll were really you a bit strained on Monday or Tuesday? Oh, of course I was. Yeah, and right, I, okay. I was, I was uh, but you know what? Not as bad as I thought. I was walking fine. Bit of sore lower back, you know. Did you actually get any the hits or was it touchable? Yeah, <laughs> it was, mate. It was, it was. Any coat hangers? Started, uh, no. Well, you're, not allowed, you're not allowed to ta- tackle above the armpit. Oh, so sure. You weren't allowed to back then either, but well, you, you know, did. It was, <laughs> the mar- I, I stuck to the master's rules, but there was the option for me to wear the red shorts, which is 50 and over. I said, well, there was the option. You didn't want to self-identify. No, well, uh, if, if so, basically, if someone's fifty and sake, over, yeah. they, they have extra defibrillators at the ground. Well, no, there was also was, sixty and over with the with was, the gold shorts. Was there a defibrillator there? Oh, well, they had the medical people there. I'd yeah, like yeah. to. I was worried. Oh well, they got all the all for the, the other players, of course. Of course, yeah, but don't forget, this is open to players thirty-five and over. Yeah. So I was running around against Fennec. Fennec on the burst, 16, oh. sixteen years younger than me. There could have been guys I was playing against, and probably was. But what mm. they do, they take because all we had to reg- every player had to register, mm. and they look at the median age of your team. Ah, oh, okay, right. And yep. then they they're not going to put us up against you know a team full of thirty five year olds. Like, there's a lot of us that are fifties, early fifties, mid fifties. You'd be like, right, I send out the catalogue. Yeah, no, but, mate, we had it. We had a go. It was really good. The Botany Rams is my junior side, and blokes I was playing footy with since I was five years old were there again with me. It's, we were playing in the colours again. You know again. what? I looked at that photo and I, I, it didn't make me tear up, but it made me emotional to think. Yeah. You know what? That's really awesome. It made me think of my kids and whether it's baseball or soccer. I honestly can't imagine them in 40 years still knowing those kids, let alone oh, then playing a game with them, and that's really, yeah. really well, cool. Well, you talk about the team photo I circled yeah. the three of us, yeah, and then we had a photo together at the, yeah. on the ground. That was nice. That was Steve Maven and Noel Goldthorpe, who both went on to play first grade as well. Hmm. Um, and uh, it, was, it was really great being in the colours again, but just great playing again. I'm thinking, are the instincts still there? Oh. And I'll tell you what, it kicked in like my last game was last week. It was awesome. Unreal. I got my, is there video? My wife, uh, I'd ring my wife every after every game and she'd answer the phone. She'd say, hello, you all right? <laughs> I'd say, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, all good. But then at the end of it, she just heard how excited I was and how yeah. it was just so satisfying, the experience. She goes, listen to you, you sound like you're 20 again. I said, oh, if only that were went, true. Baby, I am. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely brilliant. It was a really cool experience. Oh, well, I wrote awesome. about it on Tech Guide, actually. I, I, I wrote, know. I, I didn't, didn't understand how that fits at all on the yeah, website, well, but good you on you. What? Stuff it. It's my <laughs> website. I do what I want. <laughs> and you know what? It's one of the most read stories of the week. Of course. There you go. Of course. All right, let's do Two Blokes Talking Tech. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 381. Thanks to the good people at Uniden and Netgear. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We're back from Barcelona. Stephen's back from the Gold Coast NRL Masters as per the pre show pre-show that you that i recorded <laughs> yeah. uh mate it's great to be back in the in the world but it is a busy time you've been away this week you're going away yeah. again tomorrow yep. we've both got a couple of trips in a couple of weeks it is it's kind of more busy now than it normally is at this time it of year is, it feels yeah. like it's ramped right up this time but of year. um but anyway lots of really cool stuff so i, I thought today it is wednesday as we record so hopefully we'll get this out on wednesday night you'll be listening on thursday but you know big news today was pricing announcement from samsung now I'm going to say straight off the bat, um, you and I both attended LG uh, Audiovisual TV launch today yes. at different times. I went at one o'clock. There were sessions all throughout the day. Um, do you think that Samsung released this 
because they yeah, knew I thought the same that thing. Samsung, that, that thought, LG were having their event today? I thought the same thing. Uh, and yeah. it was funny because I received the email because I was on 2GB today and yeah. I had Gary McGregor, the vice president of Samsung Mobile and IT. Mm, yep. And I received the email when I was with him. And I said, this is interesting. I yeah. said, uh, we've got an LG event tonight and this comes out. Yeah. Well, I literally, I got it. 17 minutes before I walked into the LG event. So I, like, I pumped it out real quick. Anyway, so we're talking about the 8K QLED range from Samsung. So, you know, 8K was announced at IFA in Berlin last September. Um, it went on sale pretty quickly after that in Europe and America, but that was it. Uh, at CES, they essentially showcased a, a wider part of that range. And now um, we've finally got confirmation that not only it's coming to Australia, because we knew it was coming to Australia, but pricing and date. Now, this is this is big. It's coming April 1. April 1, you'll be able to walk that's, into Harvey's. That's in less than a month. And yes. walk out with an 8K TV. But here's the kicker for me. They've gone, this whole mobile, Gary McGregor, mate, how do you sell your phones? And he's gone, you know what I do? I, I pre-order them. I sell them all on pre-order. Mm. And you know how we do that? We give them something. So for the Samsung Galaxy S10, if you order one in advance, you get a free $250 set of headphones, which, by the way, are excellent. They're great. The, the Galaxy Got Buds. Got in my pocket right now. As a I'm a massive fan. Yeah. Not, not just on comfort, but on sound as well. Yeah, they're good. So the incentive is there to, to put your money down early, whether it's with a telco yep. or with Samsung Direct. They've done that here, and they've gone rightio. If you're prepared to pre-order... From this week through to April 1, an 8K TV will give you not just a Samsung Galaxy S10, but a Galaxy S10 Plus yeah. with 1500 bucks. That's a super incentive. It is, isn't it? It's because a, there would be people, there might only be 100 people, it might be 50, I don't know, but mm. there's definitely people who would shell out the money for this TV. But there's also the, the, the person who's going to buy these TVs, and mm. l- 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 they start at 9999. So. They're a inch. Samsung fan anyway. Totally. So how how about the yeah the, if if to to put the cherry on top, Mate, we're going to give you a phone. So it's, it's automatically a fifteen hundred dollar discount. Worst on the case TV. scenario, you've already got the S ten yeah. and you put it on bloody eBay yeah. and you get twelve hundred thirteen hundred for Absolutely. it straight up. Yeah, straight in. Now the other thing it says to me, so we're talking sixty five inch at nine 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 nine, uh, seventy five inch at twelve nine nine nine, and eighty three inch, eighty two inch, sorry, eighty two inch at seventeen. Four nine nine. Wow. Now I'm going to say are recommended retail prices. Yes. As so well. this is the RRP. Now because it's not launching exclusively with one retailer, it means mm. it's going to be competitive from day one on April yeah. the first. There'd be plenty of room in that price. I would also. argue that that fifteen hundred dollar phone, yeah, is around the price that you'll see these come down by. So I think you'll see the sixty five inches at eight nine 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 in the month of April. Yeah. Whether it's on April one so or so they'll, they'll discount and still give that off. You reckon? No, no, what, that's, that's only a pre-order. You only get the oh, phone okay. if on the pre-order. pre-order. Yeah, right. So what Samsung's saying is, look, this is the RRP. Yeah. If you commit to the RRP, even though we know it's going to be cheaper at retail because we don't yeah, control that, saying, yeah. we'll, we'll give you something so, worth so that, that amount. That fifteen hundred will come off it when it come, after it comes out. Yeah, saying? exactly. Okay. I, I think so. I think look, it might be fifteen hundred straight up, but I think most likely it'll be thousand on, on the eighty-two inch potentially more. You I think? wouldn't be surprised. Oh, oh absolutely. There'd yes. be a lot of room in that top price. So seventeen fifty, I mean, seventeen five hundred. That could come down to fifteen. At fourteen nine nine nine. Yeah, that's exciting. That's still a lot of money for a TV. <laughs> isn't it crazy? Fifteen k for a TV. So we're talking about an eight k TV here. We've seen this. It is impressive. Oh, it, it is, is beautiful. Yeah. The elephant in the room that everyone that you talk to online about this is there's no eight k content. No content. It's not about the eight k content. Mm. It's about the ability of the television to dramatically upscale. 
amazing and pictures. A, and we've seen this firsthand, including at CS, but also in when we went to Korea. And if and when we went to Korea, that is amazing. Its ability quality. to upscale even the yeah. crappiest content yeah. is good. Its ability to upscale 4K content is exceptional. Yeah, that's, so that's I think killer. the real kicker here is if you, so if someone said to me, should I buy an 8K TV? For, I had a bloke ring me on 6PR the other day, and he said, um, he said to me, like basically he said, I've got a blank check, and I want to buy a Sony. TV, like he wants to buy a grouse TV, yeah. And I've gone, well, mate, knock yourself out. How good is it? And he's gone, um, but how good will it display? T- you know, for for how good is for, do I need 4K? And I've gone, yeah. what do you watch? Yeah. He's gone, oh, well, free to wear. And I've gone, well, mate, don't buy it. Like you're crazy. Yeah. But if you are considering like a Ferrari to get to drive it to the shops to buy milk, if you are considering or you want to start watching Netflix, for example, which is built into that TV, yeah. Oh, mate, 4K. your mind will be blown. Yeah. So in terms of 8K, so I think about our lounge room, we watch. A lot of the percentage of our viewing is Netflix, Stan, yeah. Amazon Prime, and Foxtel. So 4K and HD And Foxtel content, 4K. Yeah, yeah. Now, if the percentage of your, your viewing that's 4K is 25% or more, mate, 8K is TVs for you because mm. the upscaling of 4K content is ridiculous. Mm. Like, I would give anything to have an 8K TV in my lounge room for this weekend for the Formula One. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to be there for. So is that like AK watching it on for real? Sunday? No, well, I'll be there Thank, for practice. Mate, for why practice. do you have to be like this? <laughs> Stephen knows Just full well that I'm grounded out. at the moment. Oh. Um, not like a Boeing seven three seven Max. I'm 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 grounded like a man whose wife has put up with a lot from yeah, well, me. She's running a state election and, campaign. And she's now right? running a state election campaign. So. Yeah. You know, so basically, so it's all about you, mate. No, the, I'm I'm giving back to the family. Okay. And is he liberal or Labor bloke? This guy, he's liberal. Is he going to win? Yeah. Oh, mate, blue ribbon seat. There'll be is no that drama. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. but it's more about whether the government wins and he stays a minister. Of course. Anyway, good luck uh, to you, Matt. Um, the, yeah, yeah. The thing and is, Gladys. so so I'm not going to the Grand Prix. and Stephen's rubbing it in. Thanks, mate. Appreciate yeah. it. Really good. Although you were you were doing pretty good out when I arrived. I'm mate, thinking smashing it. You were. You were using your uh, your what is it? What do you call that? The the, the play the, seat, the, the seat, play seat, yeah. and the thrustmaster on the Xbox looks really good. What about master. the worst part? Is I'm I'm flying to Melbourne on Thursday night okay. to do a Today Show segment on Friday morning, yeah. and I'm, I'm going to be back here by lunchtime. Oh. It's like I'm teasing myself so badly okay. with Formula One. Is it one. Formula One related? No, or? not at all. Not okay. nothing to do. Nothing at okay. all. Formula One related. So I'm basically just stabbing myself in the heart. Why can't you just stay Melbourne. the rest of the day? Oh, because I've got kids to pick up from school. Okay. Yeah. Just tell Jack how to bring him home on the bus. He's, He's at a different down, school. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, so, might, be mate, pro- I'm in that char- might be a problem. Mate. I'm in charge of drop-off, pick-up, school lunches, the whole kit at the moment. Really? It's full on. Wow. Mate, school lunches, not easy. Shout out to all the mums. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully, my kids don't go to school anymore. Yeah, well, anyway. First year, I haven't had a child at school for 19 years. <sighs> How good's the wallet? Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like getting a pay rise. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> no wonder you bought the Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so 1st of April, 8K TV. I don't know they're going to sell we, in big numbers. but Should we look, talk about why it's on April Fool's Day they're going to do this? or what? Oh, it is a bit of a strange one, isn't it? They should have made it April 3 or something like that. Yeah. What day of the week's April 1? Oh, I don't know. Let me look. Yeah, they should have made it like April 4 or something like that. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't make sense. So it's Monday. Okay. That's why. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. But put it on the Sunday. But look, look I'm, I'm really looking. Like, I'm, I'm a TV fanatic, right? So I, I love, I'm into high quality. I, I appreciate quality. And this is a TV for that kind of customer. Totally. This yeah. kind of customer who's who can notice the differences and the sort yeah. of the nuances of the picture and wants to, wants to get the best out of it. Yeah. Then. This is the one you're going to buy, and hmm. we've seen them, and just in, like words can't describe the how good these are, and what what customers are going to do is be able to sit close to them. That's right. So you, you having a big television in your room, a lot of people think, oh no, it's too big. My room my room's not big enough. 
That's not going to be the case here. People are mm. going to put a big 82-inch TV in a room that traditionally probably should have only had a 65-inch TV yeah. max. So here's a because chance the for you to go density, big. In the same way that you can yeah. now look at an iPhone screen much easier than you could yeah. an iPhone 4 because the pixels in, iPhone 3 Amazing. because the pixel density is mm. such that it's that whole retina thing, right? I, I can't wait to put through some 4K content and see what it comes up like yeah. on an AK TV. Yeah, 100%. And like it, it upscaling 4K to 8K is going to be that won't it won't break a sweat. So it's gonna it's gonna look amazing. Like HD to 8K, I'll be keen to see how that turns out. Mm. But from everything we've seen, it, it is incredible. I have not seen upscaling like it. Like my, my Sony projector upscales really well, but I think the 8K's got it for yeah. for upscaling ability. Yep, I uh, can't wait to see it myself personally. As well. And if you want to see the pricing, uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com for all the Samsung 8K kicking around. Now, here's the part where you got to insert a It's Showtime. Oh, is there a, there a reference there. to It's Showtime? Yeah. Okay, but... Uh, see what you we'll, see. <laughs> well, that was the uh, the catch cry when Apple uh, sent out their invitations to mm. this, the new, the, this long-rumoured event uh, for March 25th, which is early March 26th, Aussie time. Yep, 4 a.m. And uh, we're, we're, we're talking, and this has, again, been rumoured for months, for a long, quite a long time, that they're, they're creating a streaming service. And it's kind of a Netflix rival. They're, they're positioning it. Yeah. And there's there's already been talk of original content they're creating. I think Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, Jennifer Garner, mm. some of the stars that have been talked about in these, that have been in production for these this original content. Mm. And uh, this event, which is, I think the name gives it away, it's Showtime is pretty much leading to that, to uh, be the event where they finally unveil this streaming oh, service. Man, I... I just don't get it. I don't. I mean, the the idea a few years ago they launched the carpool karaoke and Apple Music didn't make sense, and it was mm. like a precursor. Um, the the idea that they could suddenly create enough content in a library to even come close to rivaling the likes of Netflix and Stan. I think mm. of Amazon Prime and I go, it's pretty rubbish yeah. in my view. But there is a bit of a depth in kids' content and stuff. What are they going to do? Just yeah. buy what's left from Amazon and Netflix and Stan and everyone? Here, you want to know what I think is going to happen? Yeah, tell me. Over the years, don't forget, Apple has run iTunes with TVs, movies, TV shows, movies. So they've got great relationships with all the studios. Totally. Yeah, I so that. I think they're going to be playing on those relationships to... But those relationships them. are signed into well, into big deals. Well, they are, but Apple being Apple, they've they've got ways to do things. See, I, st- I- so like just just like do you remember, cast your mind back what now, 10, 12 years, right? When iTunes for music first came out, right, and how Apple wanted to be this this body in the middle between customers and music. There was Apple, hmm. and they do they're trying to do the same thing with uh, news. Apple News is going to be there in the middle. Customers are here. Paywall content here. Subscriptions over here. Apple's in the middle again. So here's that. This is the, their play. This is the attempt to try to do to music with iTunes with this new service to TV shows and movies. It's just different because with music, um, music was never restricted by label to a service, okay? So labels would make their music available everywhere. Hmm. Whereas, like in television, you know, Channel 10 has a deal with CBS, obviously now, but with certain companies who make television shows, Channel 9, other companies. That's why their shows appear on those networks. Mm -hmm. It's the same with Netflix. Netflix, So all the Disney movies are on Stan here in Australia. And we know the Disney stuff's not going to end up on Apple TV because they've got their Disney Go coming, Disney Plus. Disney streaming, yeah. So... 
like I just don't understand how they're suddenly going to turn it on its head and get so much content that it's going to be yeah. worth, even if it's ten bucks a month. Yeah, like ten bucks a month is Stan. And yeah. look at the depth of the Stan library. Absolutely, but there's another factor here as well, and it's called Apple TV 4K. Hmm. So I reckon that'll play a part in this as well. So if you've got, I reckon that you'll need an Apple TV to have the service. It's not no. gonna, they're not going to just install an Apple app on a Samsung TV or a LG TV. You don't think? I can't see that happening. Right. It'll be Apple. They want to sell a bit of hardware. Yeah, and but, the service. No, nah, but see, but then they've launched the buddy Apple uh, iTunes app on Samsung TV, so that kind of goes against what they announced earlier just, in the year. But that's just iTunes. Though. I know, but it, yeah. it kind of makes sense that it would it would expand into this. So uh, it's a, the, it's the, a gutsy uh, move, though. Uh, uh, I've got to, uh, uh, well, hats off to them. It's let, gutsy. Let me what throw you. Let me throw you another theory. So the the other part of this announcement allegedly is about news, and you alluded to it. Apple yeah. News, great, great, good app, not bad. It works really well. Yeah. What Apple thinks is that, you know, the Washington Post, New York Times, Fairfax News, they all have paywalls and a bunch of content behind it. What they want to do is have a single subscription. You pay Apple 20 bucks a month or something, and for that, you get access to paywalled content mm. through the Apple News app, not any other way. Mm. So you can't use the Daily Telegraph app. You have to use the Apple News app, and you can get that paywalled content. Does it, would, Apple the click, click, Apple, would the click get, go to the say, – say they've got the paywall content, Content for the Daily Telegraph. Yeah. Would they get the click or? Well, Apple they do the now click? with Apple News. You can you can get right. analytics of, of your views okay. via Apple News. There's right. no issue there. But um, Apple's going to clip the ticket on that. Let's be clear on the on the subscription. <laughs> Hello, yeah. So if I don't even know what the numbers are, but the da- let's say the Daily Telegraph is five bucks a month, yeah. but I'm sure it's more, and the News Limited is five, and Wall Street Journal is yeah. five. I mean, are they all going to get what they would normally get out of consumers, or are they all going to get a smaller piece of a bigger pie? That's I interesting think, yeah, to me. Yeah. So, I think it's the uh, sort of the rising tide lifts all the boats. So I think they're going to get a. Here's the They'll theory. still clip the tickets. Apple will still be the kind of the traffic cop here, yeah. and direct people through their devices and through everything they've got into these other services. So here's my other theory then. If if you see that theory of mine, or that that sorry, if you understand that concept of Apple News, yeah. single subscription, clipping the ticket on multiple um, digital platforms, what if Apple TV subscription thing is similar? So it's Apple. You pay Apple twenty bucks a month, mm. but you get access to the Netflix and Stan and Disney and Amazon libraries content in a single. Oh, I can't. Library. I can't see that. It's that's too. That's that's kind of. Um that's sort of riding the coattails of the others, I think, too much. I don't think Apple's... I, I'm, I'm thinking they are going to set up their own Netflix. The only thing in their favour is they've got bazillions of dollars. Yeah. And Netflix... But see, here's the problem. Uh, television production, movie production, is very open. Now, you go to IMDb, you can look up movies that The Rock is planning in 2020, yeah. right? So it's all kind of set in stone, laid out. Apple can't suddenly go, ta-da, to 50 movies and 25 TV shows. This stuff has to be in production, and people would have known about it by now. This would have got out. So it has to be an announcement about a future um, roadmap of content. Yeah, but there could be – you're talking about the content. There could be films that The Rock's producing, and you think, oh, okay, this is The Rock's next movie, but you might not know that that it's for Apple. No, I get we, that. We, we might, there might be all these things in production. What, you know how good Apple is at keeping a secret. I understand that. But if they're going to launch it, let's say they're announcing it in March, they're going to launch it on April the 3rd because it's first it'd be stupid. Um, then <laughs> what's going to be on it? Yeah. I, I, will it be a launch that soon after the event? I, I, I'm t- I heard it's going to be more mid-year launch. Well, I don't know. That's my, that's yeah, my yeah. point. Is, but even if it's mid-year, you can't make feature films in three months. No, of course not. But I think what they're going to do, they're going to parlay iTunes – content mm. 
into this to flesh out the catalogue. They're going to be playing up their relationships with the movie studios well, and the TV studios. I'll tell and you, so, listen, we need to pump up the catalogue here. Over the last few weeks, my Spotify listening has been almost entirely live shows, like Live Aid, Queen at Wembley, yeah. Robbie Williams. I've just been loving uh, live concerts. Yep. And I tell you what, they're not available on any streaming service. Right. You can't get live concerts on it. The only DVDs that I own are... You know, like live like concerts, a, live performance, because yeah, they're right. awesome to watch. Yeah, yeah. I love them. Yeah. That's what they need, and that's what they could do. That is mm. not on Netflix and Stan. Is yeah. parlay their music arrangements and go give us, yeah. give us all your music videos, give us all mm-hmm. your uh, concerts, give us all your documentaries. You know, yeah. all the stuff that people maybe wouldn't pay for on Netflix. I think one thing too that you can probably look forward to as well. I think this is probably this is a, a given that it'll be very heavily focused on 4K. 4K will be Front and centre. Mm. Like Netflix, you, you kind of know there's 4K content there, but it's not in your face. Yeah. Apple's will be in your face. 4K, they'll be playing up you know, Dolby Vision, well, the HDR, smart thing to do, smart thing to do is make it 10 bucks for 4K. Like it should go price competitive. Because you've got to remember- you, got, you, you see you, Apple doing that? You don't see do you Apple they're, Do you reckon they're going to undercut Netflix? Well, the problem They'll is- They'll equal Netflix. Well, But that's boring. It's yeah. like Apple. But that's music. what they did with. Have you ever done Apple a com- Music? Hello, same price as Spotify. Exactly. Mike. I was going to say, have so, you ever done a comparison on Studio Ten or anything of Apple Music and Spotify? It's like you know what? Let's not put two slides up. They're exactly they're the, the same. same. Yeah. I think Apple might might have a couple million more songs or something. But, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah but in terms of yeah. dollar investment, yeah, like even their student prices are the same. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't. I don't think but, Apple want to price so, themselves out of the market. So here's though. the thing. Don't you think? Therefore, this is one of the most exciting Apple events in some time because we really it's, don't know. It, you know. Yeah. Like, are they going to have a product there? Is there going to be any hardware? Well, those stars I mentioned, apparently, Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, they're going to be there. Well, I won't be able to spot them. You're going to have to send me headshots. (laughs) You know Um, who Jennifer Aniston looks like? You know about that? Yeah, I reckon I'd spot her. With Steve Carell. You know what he looks like? Steve Carell, the guy that was in Anchorman and um, Crazy Stupid Love. Maybe. You don't know who Steve Carell is. Are you joking? Go back to... I, I, he was I, in the I'll, office. I'll, I'll the American it. version of the office. I'll Google. He played the Ricky Gervais. Oh, part. We need facial recognition. Google us. Okay. Um, <laughs> you don't. You don't think it'll be product. Well, Any, like Mac updates. I think it'll be. How do you go from? How do you go from? Oh, hang on. By the way, we've got the AirPod Two, and here's a brand new streaming service. Like, well, how do you do that? Where's well, the segue? So, then? what do you wait till June at Dub Dub Two to launch the AirPod Two? No, they'll release them via press release. The AirPod Two uh, on that day. There'll be. There'll be press releases. There'll be eight press releases in my inbox to say, Apple new streaming, Apple news, new AirPod 2, iPad mini 8 Mate, or whatever They won't to. release AirPod 2 at the same day as an event and not mention it on stage. Well, I think it's going to be purely... you've taken too many hits on the weekend. <laughs> it's going to be purely... I, I don't know. This is what my gut's saying. If it was up to me, yeah. I wouldn't... Uh, not, not, um, not bring it down, but it's just going to be such a... Showcase show um, star studded thing that you're going to have hmm. such a focus on Hollywood and movies and streaming, and then they're they're not going to just change gears and say, oh, "By the way, here's new AirPods." I can't see it. I might be wrong, but I can't see that happening. And one more this thing, is purely service. And one focused. more thing, we've taken away the stupid little stalk off the AirPods, and they're just in your ear now. <laughs> no? I don't think so. No. Okay. And are they going to finally release the air mat? What do they call that? No, no, the air I power. That, is that finally? Is that just going to be released? Just be a myth forever. You think so? I think I think it'll become a joke. I think they'll they'll. It's like it'll Moby, be, the Moby Dick of the tech world. It'll be just can't see it. Tim Cook will say, and maybe we'll be able to charge multiple devices at one time. <laughs> it'll just be a joke. 
maybe they make a movie about that and have that as part of their Apple music, Apple streaming mm, service. Maybe Fict- you know, fictionalize the whole the, the saga of the uh, air power. Well, keep in touch with what's happening with Apple <laughs> on uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Uh, I'll be in Cupertino. Stephen will be in Paris, Paris, uh, because Huawei are announcing something very big over there, which yeah. will be the next flagship phone, the P30. P30 Pro. It's not rocket yeah. science. P30 Pro. Hello, um, and uh, and that will also mean, by the way, that there'll be either a week we need to do remotely. You should take a microphone. We just recorded each end or something. I'll have to do take a mic. I think just take your Zoom and your mic, and we'll just we'll do it on the phone, and we'll just record it each end, and I'll stitch it together. Wow, that's it'll high sound tech stuff. really good. It'll sound really good. My Zoom. Um, I have to buy a better Zoom. Mine's not as good as yours. Can't you just plug a mic into it? Oh, I can, yeah, but it's only like a. It's oh, not. It's, it's, the, it's the little zoom, not the anyway, pro, pro zoom. We're, we're getting bogged down in the in the <laughs> um, But then the week after, you're having a lovely holiday, yes. a honeymoon esque holiday. I Correct. don't mean that in any other way than you had your honeymoon in Paris. Or Paris was in pa- Europe. Oh, yes. I had a European honeymoon, but yeah, mm. for our first trip back to Hunt to Paris since our honeymoon. Wonderful. And it'll be my wife's birthday while we're there as well. So oh, you, birthday. You yeah. are. There'll be a lot of it's going to cost be a, me a lot of, lot of L- money. LV. <laughs> Yes. You God are. love her. She loves Louis Vuitton. Yeah. So, you know, we're, that's, we're in pre- the place where they make it. So, yeah. hello. Mate, just, just, yeah. be, just check it's I'm genuine. I'm checking the wallet. Yeah, I'm You're checking listening the wallet. to Two Blokes Talking Tech. <laughs> two Blokes Talking Tech is also proudly sponsored by Uniden. And their range of wireless cameras are pretty, pretty cool. And especially the 4G, the AppCam Solo 4G. Now, here's a camera. Now, imagine you having your, at home, you've got your Wi-Fi network, and that's great. You can connect your cameras. But imagine having a camera that can connect anywhere through the 4G network. So if you're on a remote property, you might have a caravan somewhere, a holiday home. If you're lucky enough maybe to have a, a, a boat docked at the marina, then you can remotely view those things using the AppCam Solo 4G. And you can also pair it up with a solar panel so that you don't have to recharge this camera at all. The, the solar panel will keep it charged up, top up that charge so it'll work everywhere. And it's got all the features you'd expect from the Uniden cameras, including two-way audio, HD streaming, and you can monitor it from anywhere using the Uniden app as well. So if you want to keep an eye on those those places where Wi-Fi just isn't available, then the AppCam Solo 4G is the device for you. If you want to see more details, check it out at uniden.com.au. Now, um, I don't have any idea what that says. S10. It looks like an S slash zero. I'm like, is that, what does that say? S10, mate. Well. S-C-O. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought, is it GIO, the insurance company? Oh, you want to put like, like a numeral one? You, uh... Well, it's a bit late now. Okay. Yeah, it's a bit late. We, we run a very tight ship you here. You have on, to edit this bit out. On, no, not at all. <laughs> we run a very tight ship here. People know we put a lot of effort into the pre-production of the into show. The, into the, Stephen the brings list. the same notepad and a, and a pen every week. and we, we just Should we tell them why we bring the same notepad? So I know what number show we're up to, so I can look at the one before, the week before. But we could just go to the <laughs> internet and find that out. I understand. But. Anyway, the Galaxy S10. We we both uh, grabbed one in San Francisco uh, and just and are both still using it by the looks of it. Left the country. Um, I uh, I like it. I'm not going to lie. I like it. Um, I'll go one further. I love it. Okay, it's too big for me. I'm desperate to oh, try the S10e. On. I'm desperate to, to- try the S10e. <laughs> I still don't like. I'm the, getting that actually. I want to review that separately. That's a yeah, different that's review. Hundred percent. It's that's a very a different, different review. I've said the same yeah. thing. Um, I don't like the curved sc- edge screen. It just annoys me. I make mistakes now and then with it. Um, the camera is exceptional. Um, yeah. The screen is beautiful. The camera punch hole, whatever you want to call it, in the screen does not disturb me in any way, shape, or form. Um, and the battery life is good. It's 
It's not as good it's as the above Huawei. Average. It's not as not, good as not the, Huawei class, but above average. But you know what? I, I don't often read much of what other people say, but I read a couple <laughs> of people saying that that they didn't. And I'm talking in the in, in the US or Europe. They talk about the Mate 20 not having as good a battery. What? Mate, there's no way. The Mate That's 20 a Pro set two day battery. It's mate. I've, yeah. I've I get to the end of the day with 30 or 40 percent. This thing I'm today, and I had a massive day out. I wasn't yeah. in the office really at all today. I'm I'm at 9:30. It's a 14 percent. So don't get me wrong. It's an all day battery. Bad. Not bad. But I'm I'm in anxiety mode. Plus, it might have been plugged into the Android Auto for for parts of the day. So yeah. it had a bit of juice during the day. So I, I would argue it could do with a better battery slightly if you well, wanted to benchmark yourself. But I don't yeah. think it's a it's a negative in any way, shape, or form. I've had it out all day numerous times, mm. and by evening it was like 25 percent, and right. got me through till to charging it up. I want to tell you first of all. I do love the camera. I do love the screen. The wireless power share is a cool little novelty feature to charge up your devices. Good to charge up your Galaxy Buds. Mate, the, I'm going to tell you what I, I'm going to tell you, you what I really don't I like. I disagree. Though. It's not very good with charge because the Galaxy Buds slide off. Yeah, you got to you got to kind of position it, and it, it's got to be got to be flat. flat surface, like I was sitting yeah. on a plane. No, that's nah, just forget stupid. it. You can't do it on a plane. Well, I wanted to charge the bloody <laughs> things. <laughs> Doesn't it? Isn't it? It's not magnetic, is it? it does, no. It, yeah, yeah. And it no, you need it on a stable surface. Spot. Anyway, what do you not like? What I don't like is the fingerprint reader. Yeah. The ultrasonic fingerprint reader is a real... It's the only reason it didn't get a full score on my review. That's yeah, what right. what prevented it. And I'll, t- I'll illustrate why, and I'll, I'll describe what I'm doing right now. I'm holding my phone one-handed, right? Mm-hmm. And I've, I've... The natural thing to do to unlock with your... With your with, in one hand is to reach your thumb down. Okay, yeah, so can you, Trevor, you see what I'm doing? Yeah. Look how low it is on the phone, right? Mm. Oh, um, the the Huawei it's right in the middle. is right. It's sort of a, sort of a third of the way up, mm. almost halfway up. Yeah. Whereas the Samsung fingerprint reader is nearly at the bottom of the screen. Now, watch what I've got to do to the phone and my thumb to reach that spot. And I'm going to try to do it. Okay, one attempt. Took me two attempts, and that—that's okay. a good—that's good. That's good right. well, me only doing two let, attempts. Let's hold mine up here. It's on—it's on always yes. on display, and I'm in on one <laughs> attempt. But no, no, but 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 you had it, you kind of had it open. It and, was a long press. Okay, I'm also know. saying it's slow. Well, but trying to do a long press like that is is hard as well. It, it's it's awkward. If the if the reader was up halfway, it'd be the best for in-screen fingerprint reader of all time. I don't know how I unlocked it. Just and, and, well, there you go. But e- even too, I noticed that if you if you've got if you've been eating, if you've been doing anything, if your hands are even slightly mm. wet, it's not going to work either. But even mate, I'll sit here now, right? I'm going to try to do it again. And and when the when the phone's dark, trying to find the fingerprint reader. Look at this. Yeah. Where's that? Where's the fingerprint reader? Okay, with the Oppo, you just move it and a little thing glows on the screen. Right, yeah, yeah. With Sorry, the Huawei. Now, with this, I'm going to try to find it. There it is. No match. Okay, you see what I'm doing? Yeah, two matches. No, so it took third. three goes to unlock that just then. And there's been, it's not uncommon for me to have five goes and, I it, won't lie. and it to lock itself and say you can only do the key. I the set everything code. up. I set up the facial recognition. I love the way it does facial. It has this little, little like a light shining around okay. the camera when it's doing it. I also set up that smart lock, so it's basically always unlocked. Okay. Like when I'm at home and when I'm at work, it's always unlocked. Yeah. And, and when it's on me, it's unlocked. I don't know how that works. Yeah. But, so I just basically. But isn't it when it's on you, it just sort of because mo- you can yeah. sense movement. But I, if someone gets your phone and moves it, it's mm. going to unlock the phone. Well, not moves it. It's got it's got to have been directly after like yeah. I had it. But anyway, okay. what I'm saying is I basically forewent all security. Right. Like I may as well not be locked. 
Because I, 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 and, and I said this in my review, I'll be very frank, the Face ID is rubbish. It's no good. No, in, in, not in the ballpark of the Apple Face ID. Mm. I've seen a YouTube video of someone playing a video of themselves in front of their Samsung S10 and unlocked it. Mm. So that, 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 that's really not good enough to, for security reasons, right? Mm. So the fingerprint is your best option. And that's... One of the things Isn't it funny that how I that's don't like. Essentially, backward step because you know they had the iris scanning yeah. on the Note Seven. Um, the, <laughs> they had iris scanning, and they had that on the Note Eight too. Like a lot, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying that's where it starts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, you know, it is kind of backwards in many ways. Those things. Yeah. And look, when, when you when I've got it in two hands here, and I'm not using it one handed, and I and I press the fingerprint reader, it works every time. Yeah. But it's just that one little thing that should have been perfect. And it's not. It prevented this from being a perfect device. Yeah. And, but having said that, I still think that it's a wonderful phone. And yep. it, it is now, they've gone a step ahead of Apple here. Apple have yeah. got a, their return serve has to be solid to match this phone. Okay. Oh, I, it's such a tough thing when you're trying to compare two phones. Like I compare it to the Huawei because mm. really... Frankly, I don't think there are people switching from uh, many people. I say that, but I, someone, a long-time listener, actually said to me that I'm getting out of the Apple ecosystem. I'm yeah. moving to Samsung. I've heard so, that many times for, since the um, announcement of this one. You know, the Apple, like, is it the screen that makes you think it's a better phone? Is it the performance? I, you know what I think is the best feature of this phone? Either I haven't used Samsung phones enough in the last couple of years, mm. or they have radically simplified the entire user interface. Yeah, the one UI is uh, that's everything. What's the big changes. It's very yeah, good. That's really cool. It's very good. But also just the, the look and feel. It's it's a good feel. It's a really thin phone, and, and even though that's a six point four inch screen, uh, or you don't think this, it doesn't feel like a big phone. It doesn't feel like it's a, a six point four inch phone. It's a very big. Phone. So it's yeah. So they've got like ninety three percent screen to body ratio. So you got it's all screen on the front. The camera's superb. Like the 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 three rear cameras, the two front facing cameras, and I've even found someone shared. I think there was a crazy Reddit thread where they've developed wallpapers for to oh, yeah. suit mate, to suit the camera. Have you seen the, the one from Wally from and, Futurama? Mate, there's so many <laughs> That's really genius. good ones. Yeah, they're yeah. really smart. No, I'm big. Oh, look, bottom line, um, I think, and we'll both probably discover this as we get to the S10e, um, because of the range of phones, E up to plus, mm. this is their best year because they've got something for everyone. Yeah. Um, but generally, year on year, I think it's a better leap forward than um, eight S- to nine. Eight to nine, yeah, uh, totally. With with without any question, yeah, totally. and that's that's to their credit. Yeah, I, I like it. I think. Uh Balls in Apple's court here. I think uh, this is this is the phone to beat at the moment. Yeah, but we say that every year at this time, though. Yeah, but but I'll, I think the S9 last year wasn't a massive jump from the S8, though. No, it was, right. the this, S8 this, was this is a forward. solid yeah. move forward. Well, let us know what you think. Uh, our full reviews at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Now, let's talk projectors. Trent. Yes. I'm a big fan of projectors, oh, yeah, as you I really know. hadn't noticed. So, uh, Ben Q, who've been in the projector game for quite a while and are probably like the one of the leading companies because they produce really good quality projectors at affordable prices. Mm. Uh, and so, what they've done is, is produce a range of new home cinema projectors that are true 4K projectors. So, you were explaining this when we talked about the Sony a Correct. few weeks ago. There's a difference between just having 4K in a projector, yes. which is really just kind of extrapolating a picture out to 4K yeah. where, or, or having true... True 4K. True 4K is the full range of pixels, 8 million plus pixels. And previous BenQ models, they did a little bit of the pixel shifting and you know, was the sort of 4K. Hmm. But this is true 4K. 
and we're talking here where they've got the, the, the their, their cinema their cinema color technology. It's the thirty eight forty by twenty one sixty resolution, so you're getting the, the full four K flavor there. But just just the the first of all the the W fifty seven hundred, which is the more expensive model, that can project an image up to three hundred inches. So that's you, a large. If, if you've got if you've got a bit of room and and four K quality, that's pretty cool. The twenty seven hundred only goes up to two hundred inches. Mm. Plus the the five fifty seven hundred has like a wider color gamut, so it goes the 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 color gamut goes one hundred percent of their their DCI P three color gradient they call it so it can go 100% of that everyone wake up whereas the 27 the, the Sorry, 2700 is not people I'm just trying to off. illustrate the, the difference in the pricing and why the difference is pricing there but um, in terms of like a full package for if you want to set up a home cinema experience this even has speakers built into it mm. so if you if you don't have a sound bar or home surround sound system this can be your speakers as well so we're we're, to, we're talking Pretty decent quality for the price, and, and pricing starting at twenty four ninety nine for a true four K projector yeah. is amazing. That's what I'm going to test yeah. in here because the Epson that I've got is not four K, obviously, yeah. but it's very similar. It's got speakers, it's got all oh, those yeah, things. Oh, I think that's uh, that, the true four K. And we just got to remind people if you are looking at projectors, that's maybe what you need to wait for is true four K because it is. Yeah. Definitely going to be a longer lasting kind of unit for you for your 4K content. Absolutely. And the 57, the W5700 is three triple nine, so just $4,000. Yeah, not bad. But, and look, let's be clear there's Sony is kind of the Rolls Royce of the projectors here. Mm. This is kind of your Holden Commodore. But still, solid quality. You know, this, this I'd is, call it a Calais, not a Commodore. Maybe exactly right. Yeah, you know, it, it it is for for bang for your buck. You're getting a really cool projector, and yep. Ben Q been making great projectors for years. Yeah, they know this stuff. This just show, showcases that uh, that that ability to deliver good quality at affordable prices. Check them out at techguide.com.au, and we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. And if you uh, haven't already looked for a uh, new Wi-Fi solution for your home, if you've got dead spots in your home, black spots, you've got speed issues on one side of the home, you've got your smart TV running on Wi-Fi way up the other end of the home to the actual modem router. You're not getting the uh, speed you're paying for. You're not getting the uh, the speed that's coming into your house. Uh, if you've got NBN and you've got 100 meg speed and you've got 20 meg at the other end of the house, it's because your Wi-Fi network is rubbish. Uh, and Orbi will solve that problem for you. Uh, Orbi uh, routers are a mesh system. So you put one of them next to your existing modem. You don't have to do anything to your modem. You can just plug in the Orbi, set it up through the app. The other Orbi satellite goes somewhere in the home, preferably around halfway through, and then you create this kind of dome over your whole home of great Wi-Fi, fast Wi-Fi in every corner of the home. And you can even get an outdoor module, the Orbi Outdoor, so that the pool, the backyard, the barbecue, they're all covered with Wi-Fi. Uh, check it out at netgear.com uh, slash uh, Orbi. Uh, Netgear's Orbi range of Wi-Fi routers available at all major retailers. Now, Stephen... Uh, thanks for taking a photo of me while I was uh, talking about it. It was a selfie, mate. I sent it to my yeah. wife just to prove that I'm actually here with you. <laughs> she sent me a photo. Her brother, uh, shout out to oh, Anthony. Anthony's down Anthony. in town and uh, he's uh, they're out for dinner tonight. So uh, I'm here with you for gi- giving up a family dinner to be here with you to record. Oh, yeah. No, you didn't have anything else on tonight <laughs> at all that you went to before you were here. That's Whatever. right. Yeah, no. yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you don't have this problem because your kids are old because you're old. Um, the <laughs> You didn't wear My the red shorts, but didn't, didn't wear, the, wear red the red shorts. shorts. Mate, you know what? I wish you had been playing on one of the other teams. I wish <laughs> had you. How do you like that for an old bloke? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Mate, I would have strapped on a boot and fallen over before the sideline. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, kids... <laughs> So my kids are 12, 8, and 7. Uh, Jackson's 12. He's got a smartphone. There's no turning back on that. But at the age of 
6 through 10, you've got a question about whether or not you want to be in communication with your kids, whether you want your kids walking the streets, to school, to the park, whatever it is. Um, you want to have a bit of peace of mind. So these smartwatches for kids are not a new thing. Um, I've tested many before. Uh, TikTok Track, I think, is one. Space Talk is probably the best one on the market. It's about 350 bucks. JB Hi-Fi is Australian. Good app. Um, but Alcatel, a couple of years ago, I saw this watch at, I don't know, MWC or somewhere like that. Finally, they've found a, a taker for it in Australia through Vodafone. Vodafone have, have now decided to stock the Alcatel uh, family watch, the move time, and it's only 180 bucks. You can get it on uh, on their normal kind of pay it off plan, so five bucks a month over three years. But critically, they've also launched a $10 plan for it. So you can just put a SIM card in it. Uh, your kids get calls and texts, but they also get a gig of data, which they don't use. There's no Facebook cool. on it. It's just so that you can track the watch. So it's a smartwatch. You set it up. You say, mom, dad, granny, whoever, put some contacts in there. Yep. Your kids can only call the contacts you choose. They can only send um, emojis and voice messages to the contacts you choose. And those come through as messages in an app, not through text message. Mm-hmm. Um, you as a parent can open it up and see where they are. Uh, you can send them messages and things as well. They can call you. You can call them. The only downside I've currently got with it is I'm not 100% on its battery life at this point. Mm-hmm. I've had, I haven't had have had the best results with getting through a full day on, on the battery life. Um, I, I need to talk to Vodafone about whether there's a way of blocking incoming calls that aren't from those set numbers. All right, so you could just randomly ring it. Well, I, I have to test that, right? So right. I, I, these are the little things I, I need to test. I don't think let be... you do that, would it? The designated contacts can only call you. Well, it's a phone, right? So it's a SIM card. That can't, like, yeah. That's what I need to test. Okay. Um, but I'm sure it's set up that way. So... The battery life thing, I think, can be um, uh, remediated by extending the, the ping time, essentially. So don't check in every five seconds. Yeah. Check in every 15 minutes, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. Um, but generally, like Victoria loved wearing it. Um, it. She had no issues, you know, using it or getting around it. Um, and it does give you that peace of mind. Victoria's left the school zone. Oh, okay, right. She's on her way home. They're on the bus. Okay. Um, so you set up the geo fence around the yeah, school. Yeah, set a geo fence around, around the school, home. around home. So you get a notification when they're at home, leave home, um, put it at the park, put it at their friend's place, That's whatever handy. you want. It's a nice little thing. And the other thing it does is I think it starts a conversation with your kids at that age about tracking. Mm. You know, let them know that you know where they are. Yeah. And we want to know where you are. Mm. Not because we're we're awful, but because we want that security and peace of that mind. Peace of mind, yeah. And, and then when you get to you know, high school, Jackson doesn't have a problem with us having Life 360. We know where he is at all times. Mm-hmm. He knows where we are. Yep. Now, I've got no doubt when he's 14, 15, he'll start to push back on that. But <laughs> what I want is that early stage when, when they're, they're really quite young. Absolutely. I don't want to put a smartphone in front of a kid at, at the age of 12 and say, by the way, we're tracking your every movement. doesn't sound right. Yeah. But if you introduce them to that concept early, at the age of 7, 8, 9, mm-hmm. then you move into a very easy transition to a smartphone. But, but you're also introducing them to the concept of them the, the being able to, you being able to contact them, they've been able to contact you without the burden of everything that comes with a smartphone. That's right. Including the expense of a smartphone and social media, parental exactly. controls, all of those things are out there, are not there. That's right. And, and you, when you think about, I think the research behind when this release came out, they said that the, on average, uh, smartphones are given to kids as young as eight. Yeah. That's, that's early for a phone. Mate, I just don't and, get it. And why burden them with that kind of thing? Whereas this is a great solution, yep. which gives, which kind of ticks the boxes for what you would have given them a smartphone for anyway. Yep. You call them, they can call you. They're trackable. I think there's even a, a, a SOS, SOS mode. They, button, which they press will press immediately for five contact all, all the contacts you've saved. You so know? there's there's all those things that are there, and the geofencing just uh, that, that's that's also mm. on board as well. Uh, and a cheap solution to 180 15, bucks. That's 15 great. bucks a month. That's really cool. And you're covered. No extra And costs. there's a plan with it. So the gig of data helps with the tracking because it uses data. Yeah. Right. 
And so, so, do the, so do the little emojis. And, and there's all and little, stuff. and you can also put little like different photos on the thing and yeah. have fun with it. Yes. So it's still a, a fun thing for the, for the child, but without it being this full-blown phone that, that you've got to worry, oh, God, what are they going to look at on it? That's right. Yeah. And also, they're going to drop and smash and break, whereas this yeah, thing's a watch. It's pretty durable. It's yeah. also waterproof. There's no yeah, issues right. with that kind of stuff. So yeah. a great little product, 180 bucks, available through Vodafone. Uh, worth a look if you've got kids that are uh, primary school age and you're looking to create a bit of flexibility and freedom uh, and peace of mind for yourself. Uh, check it out, EFTM.com. Now, we know you love, well, we both kind of use, I only use Uber and ride-sharing services when I travel. Like, uh, in <sighs> I Australia, used a taxi the other day. Oh, yeah. it was awful. I use taxis. I probably use, in Australia, I use probably more taxis than Ubers, but when, I, I find I use more of them when I travel. Because here, I, I, yeah. I, I don't drink, I drive everywhere, right? Yeah. But uh, for a lot of people, ride sharing is like you know my, my, all my kids use when they're out on the drink or whatever. Yeah. They, they use Uber. They, they don't. They don't. What's a taxi? They don't know what a taxi is. It's Uber. Hmm. And with with that ride sharing service, there's a lot of people use the service, and it's growing. Like they're, they're talking, the market's going to be worth like two hundred eighty-five billion dollars by twenty twenty-two or whatever yeah. it is. So there's a lot of people now in these in these ride sharing vehicles. Hmm. So this really particularly clever entrepreneurs, Australian entrepreneurs, mm. have come up with a really good idea about creating an in-car vending machine <laughs> for, 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 for customers, for riders. So you think, picture it like this, right? You, you, you call an Uber, you hop in, you think, oh, I'd love a drink. And there in the center console is the grab box. Yep. And in, in there you can buy a drink, you can buy a snack. Whatever you need, even oh, yeah. down to sanitary products and and even condoms, you can wow. buy if you know if you're on your way to, you, you know conversations where conversations at Stevens. Don't, you, don't, <laughs> you don't have to stop off at a uh, at a pharmacy. You can say, oh, hang on a minute, I'll just mm. check out the grab box for what I need. And, and it was one of those things where I heard about. It, I'm thinking well, that is such a good idea. Yeah. Because it's putting these products in front of a whole new number of customers, so I, and the driver gets a cut as yeah, well. So I don't know physically how it works, but the one that I saw in the US a couple of years ago, in fact, it was two years ago, was called Cargo, yeah. and it was a little, little kind of app you open up and you, you you type in a number. So each of the little boxes has a number. Yeah. You type in the number, and then it tells you what's in there. You tap on it. You pay for it through the app. You can tip the driver, those kind of things, and you just open it up and grab what you want. It's such a great idea, but that never came to Australia. So obviously these guys have looked at that and gone, well, yeah. we're all in on that. It's a matter now of whether or not people – you've got to be careful because the the Uber – remember Uber when it first launched? There was always mints and yes. water. So if I'm an Uber driver, here's what I do. I get the grab – what's it called? What's your one? Grab box. Grab. I get the grab box and I, I load it full of you know chocolates and snacks and yeah. nut bars or whatever you want. Yeah. But I still, in fact, I overemphasize the mints and the and the and the waters that I make available for free, yeah. so that it doesn't look like I've just transitioned to this. You know, yeah, you're forcing them to buy that's something. That's right. Yeah, right. So you give them yeah. the option of something free, mm. but you also upsell them on on the on the yeah. good stuff. I think Absolutely. That's great. And, and, and by the, the way, it could be in a taxi as well. Yeah. And and the good thing about it, it costs the driver nothing. Yeah. So the, and they get a cut of whatever they sold. So yeah. it could add one or two hundred bucks of to their monthly. Uber earnings, yeah, and uh, and again, putting product in front of all these new customers that might not normally have seen it unless they went through to a Seven Eleven or something. Exactly. I love the idea. I look Great forward concept. to seeing one of really one of my cool Ubers concept. in the very near future. Yeah. You they catch should... many Ubers in Sydney? Yeah, I do. Do you? yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mate, so I got in a cab the other day. It was just horrific. It was the worst. Mate, the bloke was an awful driver. He was like over on the other lane and then just swing back in. I'm like, dude, just stay in this lane. It was just. 
awful. It stunk. It was just, it was a proper <laughs> cab experience. And I went, you know what? This is why I only catch Ubers. Because whenever I catch- Because Uber drivers try. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I've found that if you use, if you call an ab, a cab through 1-3 cabs, yeah. that's kind of the Uber experience with a cab. And those drivers are a bit more switched on, I reckon. Well, mate, this they, bloke was a 1-3 cabs driver because, mate, I tweeted the hell out of them. Yeah, I saw um, yeah, I saw Good them. luck to them. Yeah. Anyway, Dennis, learn to drive. Two blokes talking to you. Read about the grab box at techguide.com.au. Now, Stephen, oh, no, are we really going to review a mouse? We are. Okay, well, you this are. This is a Logitech, the MX Vertical. Now, how long have you seen? Oh, I love the MX The mouse is, is decades old, right? It yeah. hasn't changed much. The only much. variation I've ever seen was the, is the one that's static with the ball you move. Yes. You know? And that, that's kind of a dip for a different kind of user. Hmm. But with this one. Like the one eye. Yeah, I don't know. It's for, for people who sort of are more sort of graphic no, heavy but and like they need precision. Like in the radio precision. studio, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no room for a move. Like there's not enough room yes. for, a, for a moving mouse. You move mouse. the ball rather so than the mouse. It sits there and you can move Correct. Yeah, yes, right. good point. But with uh, the Logitech MX Vertical, this gives you a mouse that's at a 57 degree angle. So you think about this, right? And I'm showing Trevor my hand here now, right? Mm. When you stand, awkward bugger of a when thing. you stand up and Did you... Did they get more mucked up on the weekend? No, no, all good. You when really you, do have you, rugby league hands. I do have rugby league hands. It's better than having cauliflower ears, though. That's exactly right. Yeah, See, well no, not a mark on my face, mate. You <laughs> that, have you? I don't know. Your nose is <laughs> copped a belting that's or what? Been, no, no, that's the same as ugly right, ears. That's, that's, that's how it came. That's oh, how Jesus. it was. <laughs> that's what you got, mate. Well, this just got awkward. Yep. <laughs> Let's talk about the mouth, shall we? <laughs> The MX Vertical. Now, you think about it, right? When you have your hand flat on the desk, okay, mm. you're sort of twisting your wrist completely flat, and it's it's slightly unnatural position. Mm. So if you were to walk down the street, would you walk like that with your wrists turned all the way over? Would you walk like this? You wouldn't do that, would you? I'm, I'm walking oh, with my wrist. Ladies and gentlemen, I really wish this was a video. Really. Well, you know what I mean, right? So you know how you hold your wrist? Like Listeners at home, just picture this, right? How you hold your mouse on the desk, okay? Now stand up. Hold now stand up and put your and arm wha- by your side. Flail your arms backwards and, and forwards. And then pretend you're walking like an idiot, like yep. I just did. Yep. That isn't quite natural, is it? No. So when you have your arms by you did your say side. This would be a minute review. Okay. <laughs> you like when you, when you, you did interrupt me before. When right? you wrote it down, you said, mate, that'll be a minute. Minute review, okay. Mm. When you have your arms by your sides, mm. they they're resting a bit more naturally, of course, and your wrist is sort of in a more comfortable position, sort of turned out a bit more. And that is kind of when you then put your hand back on the desk. It's an ergonomic mouse, folks, and you can read about it. <laughs> the thing it's is, the hand, it's like they call it the handshake position. Did you, yeah, so it's did you ever use the split keyboards? No. I loved them. Why? I used to have the Microsoft because it's yeah, exactly the same yeah, thing. You, Put your hands down on the keyboard. This, yeah, yeah. You're, tw- you're twisting your wrist. Yeah. Why would you? Why they really you took t- off too, didn't they? But they did for a while, like yeah. late 90s, early then 2000s. Then the laptops came out. Then laptops came out. Well, that's the problem, right, is mm. laptops have dominated now. So the whole ergonomic keyboard thing just yeah. died out the ass. But, but I'm yeah. telling you, those things were comfy. Yeah, I remember using one Yeah, at, okay, when fine. I was working at News Limited. Well, but um, I'd pair that with an ergonomic mouse. There you go. Well, the V, the MX Vertical, uh, it does, it is, and and when you think about it, all the the buttons and the and the scroll wheels, everything's in the exact position they would be if you were using a normal normal mouse. mouse. Right. So it's all there. It's just your your arm is at a different angle, and is you, you're not just twisting your wrist around as much. Less fatigue in your wrist, less less strain on your forearm. And this is only for someone who uses a mouse a lot during the day. Mm. This could make a big difference. I'm going to buy one of those keyboards again. <laughs> 
The sell mic- them on eBay, do they? Well, you know what? Logitech don't make an ergonomic keyboard. Does so Microsoft still make one? We, I think they do. Unless this is real. Okay. I think this, this might you be You think they full ergonomic? This the might ergonomic be really keyboard old. and the MX vertical? Microsoft Natural Ergonomic Keyboard 4000. I think it might be old because that's exactly the one I had. Yes. It's a bit old, That's a website puppy. from the 1990s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy birthday to the web, by the way. Tomorrow, 30, 30 years, 30 yeah, 30. Years. Wow. Is it tomorrow, is it? It is, yeah. Wow. Big big deal. 30 years. Wow. So you know, when I first signed up, we might have had this conversation before, when I first signed up to the internet with Aussie Mail, yeah. a little booklet. I've got well, it here somewhere. I've got to find it. 15, mate. How are we? Oh, I was young. <laughs> Uh, I would have been you, 18. You were, sl- yeah, 18, you were younger 19. than me. So you were 30. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's that? So, so, <laughs> the, <laughs> the booklet that came with Aussie Mail, yeah. no mention of the web. No mention of World Wide Web. Really? Gopher, Usenet, FTP, all these things, but what? nothing. No, the web is not mentioned. Wow. Because it wasn't a thing. It was text. It was ugly. It didn't, yeah, yeah. Like it was it like didn't work. rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, well, right. I had a copy of the internet yellow pages in the... I did too. 90, I had... Oh, mate, that would have been awesome. about 95. Like a proper... Like the size of a I yellow page. the same one, mate. You look through and you go, here's the LA Dodgers. And you're yes. like, oh, it's, it's uh, you know... slash tilde LA Dodgers. You know, like the big URLs. Back in the day, I had the exact book that you had, but it was a case of... You t- it was like word of mouth to hear about websites. That's right. Like people would write down, I, I'd go home with all these little scraps well, of paper in well, my pocket. We, 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 you might have already seen it because you're listening tomorrow, but uh, we've done a story for the Today Show tomorrow, and I told the story that you know Yahoo directories, the internet used to be a directories. So you yeah. go to Yahoo, and you cr- I created a website called Candela Motorsport, and it was really cool, and we had yeah. I used to put the results of the Bathurst 1000 up each session. It was like way ahead of its time. Anyway, and to get full full nerd mode. Yeah, oh, mate, yeah. I took a computer to Bathurst to the share home we had to, <laughs> for the radio station to actually type in the results every night. It was wow. crazy. Anyway, back in the day, um, to get listed on Yahoo, you didn't just wait for Yahoo to find you. You sent an email saying, I'm, "I've got this website. It should be in this category," and they would review it. They'd look at your website. Yes, it's his motorsport website. We're going to put it in the motorsport category. Wow. Like they had people. And now Google just has robots that go, oh, yeah. yep, Stephen Fennick, there's tech guy. Oh, he's just yeah. published another article. Yeah. Put that up too. Oh, he's published another article. Like It's just automatic. Yeah. There's no organization. Maybe, well, you know Google, what? Google wasn't Bring back the that. directory. Do you think? Do you still got your directory? Have you got it? Oh, or? mate, I wish. I wish I had mine too. It was awesome. Oh, I wish. And I can remember that there was one of the one of the pages was a Seinfeld page. Because you think about it, when the web yeah. was starting to become popular <clears throat> yeah. in the mid-90s, it was right in the heart yeah, of Seinfeld just... at its height of popularity. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm going to look for one on eBay. And right the now. Simpsons and everything. Yeah. Well, the last story I'll tell about the internet in the early days was Simpsons. Um, so I was with Aussie Mail, had a compact computer and a you know 15.6 mm. board I started modem. with Aussie Mail as well. Yeah, the modem that I got here is like a 33.6. That's That was double the speed. That was like getting I had NBN. a 14.4 when I first yeah, started. So the I, very first so one. 14.4. 33.6 um, was the faster one. 33.6 eh? and well, then the 56.6. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Um, and it was huge when they had those advances in technology. Anyway, um, so you, you'd get, you'd jump on to, you'd dial in. There was a screen you'd dial in to, to, to Aussie Mail. And you'd browse using click like it was web, uh, yeah. was just text. So you'd find Simpson sounds. And you'd like, <laughs> oh! Yes. Right? And, and you I, could program it into, I used no, to program no, it into my Mac. Just to download it, right? I want, I want to download the don't! Because, yeah. you know, you couldn't just record audio. It wasn't just, uh-huh. things were different back then, kids. Um, so you'd download don't! And then here's what had to happen. Then I would have to disconnect from the internet and dial into a telnet, an Aussie mail telnet. So another phone call, another 40 or 30 cents. Yeah. 
and then use another piece of software to download it from. So what would happen is the dolt yeah. would download from the the web server to Aussie Mail server, so my home directory and Aussie Mail server, and then I would use a separate dial-up connection to get to my home directory and download that from them from to me. Wow. And it, by the way, dolt took an hour. <laughs> Yeah, because right, it was a WAV file. There wasn't MP3. Yeah. So MP3 didn't exist, which was a compression technology that made files smaller. So we had WAV adult that was one meg and took an, took hour, an hour to download. download. <laughs> Man, it was just intense. Well, guess what sounds I was downloading back then? Star Wars. Oh, dear God. I had all the Star Wars uh, phrases and Darth Vader's breathing, and I had the, the you know, in Star Wars where C-3PO says, so if you're not needing me, I'll shut down for a while. And that yeah. was what my computer would say when I yeah. when I turned it off. Mm. Yeah, so whereas I'll I be had, there, mate. I'll whereas be I there. had, oh, and mm, donuts. <laughs> That's pretty much all I downloaded. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I had a few. I think there, I did have dough, I think, when there was, uh, you know how on the Mac yeah, you had yeah, the Aero Sound? Aero yeah. Sound, yeah, had that as well. Well, la I didn't have a Mac, wow. I had a Compact. I was a Mac man from the start. Look, mate. good times. Well done, Stephen. Great show. Great, great reminiscing there at the end of yeah. the show. Wow. Uh, Thirty years we'll ago. Back Happy again birthday, next week for episode three hundred eighty-two. Thanks to Uniden and Netgear, and uh, we're going to talk LG TVs next week too. Huge yeah. uh, launch today, but we'll sum all that up for you next week. All the range of LG TVs, all the technology coming, uh, soundbars as well. Lots yeah. of great stuff coming cool. from LG. So we'll do that next week here on Two Bucks Talking Tech. This is Two Bucks Talking Tech.